Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Hello and welcome to another episode of What's On My Mind. This is episode three where we're going to be speaking about uh, the title, Remember Who You Are. And uh, we're going to be looking and exploring the question, can a born again person forget who they are? And we'll be looking in Second Peter chapter one for that. And then also we're just going to say, remember who you are in regards to that we're ambassadors. We're children of God and uh, just joint heirs. It's an exciting thing. So join me for What's On My Mind, Episode 3. Remember, this is a previously recorded podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of uh, What's On My Mind. Uh, This is uh, Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you again on Let This Mind Be In You uh, Ministries. And I appreciate the fact that you're watching this video. Um, This is just another thing that's been on my mind for several, several weeks. And um, some recent events have really just brought it to the forefront. And... um, what the the main thing that got me thinking about this was last night I had a uh, outstanding conversation with a young brother in Christ. Um, he he talked to me for the first time. Uh, he reached out on ltmbiy at yahoo.com. He reached out and he wanted to have a conversation with me. So we worked some things out and uh, we had a face to face conversation uh, online, of course, and um, got a chance to talk to this young man and encourage him and. Um, uh, with the Word of God, and that really got me thinking about this this topic right here. I've also been talking to a lot of brothers in Christ about this, um, and have been for a, a while. Uh, back when I was back in Pennsylvania in Maryland at uh, New Testament Church Hagerstown, and uh, the local uh, body of believers that I met with there, and uh, this this concept is can can somebody be um, so far away from the Lord that they forget they're even saved. And uh, it kind of got me thinking about this, what's on my mind kind of thing, and labeling it, um, you know, I'm just going to label it, remember who you are. And uh, so let's get started right away. It, it, the first question is you know, what I just asked. Uh, can a born-again person forget who they are? Let's see what the Bible has to say. Turn your Bibles to Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse number 1 says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So right away there, we know this is speaking to saved individuals here. The apostle Peter is writing to a, a, a group of believers, and he says in verse number 2, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue verse 4 says whereby are we given unto whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature 
having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Verse number eight, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peter's saying if, if these things, you're letting these things abound, you're walking in the spirit, as we mentioned on this channel numerous times. Um, if you are doing these things, if you're surrendering your will, as I was encouraging this young brother last night, um, if you're surrendering your will to his, growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But here's the inverse. But he that lacketh these things is blind. It's not that he doesn't have the ability to have these things, but he lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and look at what it says and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. You say, Brother Mike, can somebody get to the point where they've forgotten they've been purged from their old sins? Yes. You're looking at somebody who lived afar off, as it talks about here. Couldn't see, almost to the point where I couldn't even see back to where I began in salvation. And um, the thing that I was encouraging this young brother was not, you know, he wasn't, hadn't, he didn't mention any kind of open sin that he's living in. He just was being discouraged. And I was encouraging him in that and just saying, remember who you are. And that's kind of what got me uh, wanting to do this video. So really quickly, look at verse number nine again. But he that lacketh these things is blind. What things? The things that he just got done talking about. And cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So yes, the Bible says very clearly, this is written to um, believers, that a believer can get to this point. Now, Paul tells us, and the Bible tells us, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? No. Also, in Hebrews, it talks about how who the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. You will go through the chastening. And let's, let's not get uh, the, the, the theme of this video and try to twist my words or anything like that. I'm not saying that if you're living in that sin, you're not going to suffer uh, chastening. Tr- take it from me, personal experience. You will be chastened of the Lord. And to the point, but as you keep going further and further and further away, you're still, you're still um, experiencing those things. But as you become more of a bad testimony, and we'll get into that in, here in this video, you could be recalled, taken home. And um, it, that's, that's a very distinct possibility. But why I say all this is because, look, remember who you are. That's the theme of this episode of what's on my mind. Remember who you are. Remember, these things are meant for me probably more than anybody. I'm I'm not thinking of anybody anybody in particular. I'm thinking of this young man right now. Um, And, but we had an outstanding conversation and just really uh, just getting into the word of God and, and seeing the promises given. And these are some of the same things that I was talking to him about. And that's why I wanted to make this video and help it be an encouragement to you. It's not too late until the Lord calls you home. Again, take it from me. I lived afar off. As it talks about here in verse number uh, nine, cannot see afar off. I was that, almost that far away where I couldn't even see back. 
But as I've mentioned before, uh, my dad's been on uh, interviewed on this channel, and we've talked. And the very first time I had him on, I, I mentioned one thing. Um, and before I mention that, you know, growing up, um, my buddy Aaron likes to talk about how he would go to somebody's uh, house or something like that, and his grandfather would tell him, you know, and his dad would tell him, remember who you are, you know. My dad would tell me the same thing, you know, remember who you are when you're going to be, because you're representing the D'Angelo's, you know, and that was always stuck in my mind. And I know it's stuck in my brother, uh, Aaron's mind. Um, it's the same thing for us. Remember who we are. But when, as I mentioned my father and I, and I talked about this before when we, I interviewed him in the very first video that, uh, and you can check that out here on this channel. Um, I told him, I said, look, even though I was afar off, you never stopped loving me. You never, I never stopped being your son, which we'll get into here in a second. And I just wanted to thank you for that. And he said, all praise, honor, and glory to the Lord. I was kept in his prayers. I was the living example of the account of the prodigal son. I really was. And by the way, as I told this young man last night, I haven't arrived. I still fail miserably. I still, I still live in the flesh at moments. I get in the flesh all the time and, um, God help us. But just remember, go back to the Ephesians six study that was just recently done here on, uh, on this channel. Go back to that and just look at the helmet of salvation, the remembrance. And so let's talk about that right now. The remembrance. So as Peter's coming down here and he's talking to people, he said, yeah, it's possible. It is absolutely possible that they have forgotten that he was uh, purged from his old sins. Look at the next verse, verse number 10. Wherefore, the rather, in other words, hey, I would rather this be the case here. Brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. That's an incredible statement right there. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. That's an interesting term there, stir up. Um, Paul says the same thing, stir up the gift of God. He tells Timothy that, knowing that shortly I must put off this, taber this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Peter said, look, I'm, I'm about to depart this world. Peter knew. And um, I think this is, a, you know, we're not apostles, obviously, but as in the body of Christ, as believers, this is what we should be encouraging others to be about. Um, well, this person right here, he's, he's doing this and he's doing this and I'll encourage them to be about what Peter has just talked about the rather give diligence. And when we talked about here, it says, uh, give diligence to make your calling and election. Sure. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's very similar to what Paul says. Turn in your Bibles now to Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter 2. If you're watching this um, before Thursday coming up here, um, I believe it's the, the second. 
it may be the first or the second of July. So if you're watching this before you, you see that video, um, we're st- we'll be in Philippians chapter two this Thursday on the live stream. But look what Paul says in Philippians chapter two and verse number twelve. Bible says, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. I quoted this verse to uh, this young man last night. But look at what it says there in verse 12. This is not, hey, you're working for your salvation. This is the work out. This is to be in your own mind to say, am I in the faith? We can say that to each other as well. Say, look, I'm concerned about you. I really am. Are you in the faith? Yes, I'm in the faith. Okay. Be established in that. As it said, give diligence to making your calling and election sure. Be sure. And, you know, people say, well, can you be walking so far off that you even have doubts? I am absolutely. Have doubts about your salvation? Sure. But make your election sure. As Paul says here, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It is an eternal decision, okay? You don't get a second chance at this. When you slip off into eternity, it's permanent. And in truth and love, I want to implore you, if you have not gotten that settled, if you have not ever come to that moment where you said, it's not of me, it's of you, Lord. Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Lord, I know you, God, you came in flesh and died for my sins and rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures, for my sins, all of them, past, present, future. I'm putting that in your hand. I'm surrendering my will to you. It's not my righteousness, it's yours. If you never come to that moment, you got to get that settled. Please get that settled. Christian, Remember, as it says here in verse 15 of, of Philippians 2, we, we, we stopped here in verse uh, 13. But let's read, keep reading down to verse 15 and 16 here. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the, in the world, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Paul is admonishing them here to be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, to remember who they are. Sons of God. You're children of God. Remember, we are sons and children of God. As I talked to, um, um, in the last, what's on my mind, fellow citizens, look at the language here without rebuke, in the midst, verse 15, of a crooked and perverse nation. We're not of this nation. No matter what country you live in, if you're viewing this, whatever country it is, whether it's in America or around the world, if you're in Christ, you are a fellow citizen of a different country. You're here in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. How's your light shining today? What testimony are you putting out there? Look at Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 26. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 26. For similarity here, 
for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, you are all children of God. Look at uh, next then, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 14. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 14 says here, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's just an incredible thing to think about. Keep reading here. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. This young man I talked to last night, I said the same thing to him. I said, hey, look, I've, I've talked about this in, in some of my past uh, teaching, but the term Abba, Father, that's used in Mark 14, 36, Jesus Christ, the spirit that's within him, his spirit is in within us now. The same spirit that cried Abba, Father, in Mark 14, and verse number 36, is the same spirit we cry now, Abba, Father. That's the closeness. That's, the, that's how the fellowship and the, and the closeness and the relationship that we should be having with our Heavenly Father. Um, and uh, he kind of broke down a little bit there, and I was kind of breaking down myself just thinking about that, about the personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. Not the position. The position's in Christ. That's, a, that's assured. He did the work. The relationship now is up to us. Surrender your will to the Spirit, wherein we cry. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The other place you find this is in Galatians 4, 6, Abba, Father. Verse 16, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Work out your own salvation. Only you can know that if you've ever come to that, that moment in your life. I won't ever sit there and, and say with 100% certainty anybody's lost, saved, whatever. I'm just going to give them the word of God and say, are you in the faith? I'm going to ask the question. That's what Peter was talking about. That's what Paul is talking about. Look at verse number 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. When I said joint heirs with Christ and I was talking about what that means to this young man last night, the, the joy that came across his face, my goodness, excellent. Praise the Lord. If so be that we suffer with him, see, you put your faith and trust in him. He did the suffering, okay? We don't have to, you know, well, I've never been, uh, I've never been beaten for Christ. Does that mean I'm not suffering with Christ? It says, if so be that we suffer with him. You know how you know you're a child of God? It's his righteousness imputed to you. He did the suffering. We talked about this last night um, in this conversation about, you know, we have a roofer over our head. In America, we are completely uh, spoiled. Take it from somebody who's been or to some of the worst places on the planet. That's me. I, I've seen it. Um, we have it really good here. A roof over our head, clothes on our back, food in our belly. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, humbled himself and took on the form of a servant and was abased. He, he went through this world as he said, the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. We do. But not only that, he suffered the cross. The most cruel way to die that I think it's ever been conjured up by man. 
just excruciating pain the entire time he, as he hung on the cross, and he did that for you and me. Praise to him. All praise and honor and glory to the Lord. He did the suffering that we may be also glorified together. Verse 18, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, no matter what you're going through, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. What's the glory that's going to be revealed in us? This blessed hope we will put on incorruption. We'll raise from the dead. Even in this world, we die. If we're caught up, we're still going to put on incorruption. That's going to be just an amazing, amazing. What are we complaining about in this life? I admonish you to remember who you are. You are a child of God. If you've been saved, you're a child of God. And if a child of God, as it says there in verse 18, joint heirs, And finally, turn over to Titus, Titus chapter 3. As Paul is reaffirming things that, uh, or affirming things, the word of God, scripture with scripture here, the same thing that, that uh, Peter was saying. Titus chapter 3, Titus chapter 3, in verse number 1, it says, Put them in mind to be in subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, boy, isn't that true, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another, but after that the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Let me stop right there. As I told this young man last night, we not only have his perfect word, which is magnified even above his name, as it says in Psalms, I believe, 138 and verse 2, Not only we have that, but we have his spirit in us because of what he did. And he renewed us with that Holy Holy Ghost, which also comforts us. Verse number six, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. We're joint heirs. We are heirs. Remember, we're, we're children of God. We're fellow heirs, joint heirs. Verse number seven here says again, heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they that have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. They mean nothing. And remember, remember we're ambassadors as well. Not only are we uh, children of God, I know I said that we're going to finish there with Titus, but I, I just this, this comes to me here. Um, 
we are ambassadors. As we went back to Philippians, let's turn back real quick to Philippians chapter 2. And then from there, we're going to go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. So Philippians chapter 2, let's look at verse number 15 again. Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 15 says, That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, got it, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. That's the ambassadorship. So now let's turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and starting at verse 1, we're going to read a passage of Scripture there. I've gone a little bit longer than I normally do in these videos, but I just this is what's been on my mind. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse number 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse number 1. It says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are his tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Not for, for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given us to us the earnest of the Spirit. Remember that earnest payment we've talked about in the past. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body. According to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart, the heart of the matter. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to, it is to God, and whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of God constraineth us, because we ju thus judge, that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Remember, it's not about you, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, it's just after the, we don't know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made righteous, that we may, excuse me, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Is it possible to forget who you are? 
Yes. Should we get to that point? No. Should we encourage others not to get to that point? Of course. Can they get there? Yes. But rather, these things ought to be so. Remember. Put in remembrance who you are. Don't forget who you are. Remember who you are, Christian, believer, new creature in Christ, child of God, ambassador, joint heir because of Jesus Christ. And that's what's been on my mind. Thank you for joining me for episode three, What's on My Mind. Remember who you are, and I'll see you next time. God bless.